Guard the fucking show, nigga. Oh shit, dude! Leave the leave the racist epithets. I'm sorry. For later, when you have there's been so much discussion of exclusive. racism. <laughs> there's been so much discussion of racism, not only on the country music stations, but on the Jay Leno show. Oh shit! Can you believe that they wrote a song? You know Accid- that, that was me being accidentally racist. Ah. By the way, <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> what I'm more offended about is that you're still watching Jay Leno. It was the goddamn last four minutes. <laughs> Of the goddamn racist show, so he doesn't do leading the... into the racist Jimmy Fallon <laughs> because <laughs> I wanted Jimmy to Fallon. watch Bill Cosby because I'm so racist. Bill Cosby was on. <laughs> he Jimmy was on Fallon? Jimmy Fallon, and he's always really funny when he's on there. Wow, is he still? Does, can he still walk? Last time I saw him, he, he actually can. Last time I saw him, he didn't. He looked like you know one eye was shut, and yeah, this time he looked healthier. I think the painkillers were working. Okay, good. He walked. He danced. He was hilarious. He probably listened to Accidental Racist and probably. got his blood. Again. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me so mad. <laughs> <laughs> All Hey everybody, welcome to episode 039 of the Skinny Podcast with Mike and Adam. I am your co-host Mike, joining me as always, the always accidental racist, <laughs> my co-host Adam. How you doing Every today, time man? I've been accused of being racist, now I can blame it on being accidentally racist. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Thank you, Brad Paisley. It's kind of like that Trayvon Martin thing. They're like, is that a racist thing? Oh, it might have been accidentally racist. We just don't know. <laughs> well, we've got a very special episode this week for you guys. This is the best episode ever. Ever. Out of the total 39 and also those two appetizer episodes. Oh, yeah. That nobody <laughs> listened to. <laughs> Everyone listened to those. Yeah, we've got a world premiere song debut on this show. On this you show. guys listening to this episode are in for a special treat, and that's what you get for subscribing. To the Skinny Podcast with Mike and Adam. I know. Other than my wife, we haven't had any other guests on this show. <laughs> exactly. Finally, we and have she one. didn't even listen to her own episode. Nope. You Most know what's the weird thing? I don't even think uh, our special guest will listen to this episode. <laughs> I don't think he has internet access. No, probably He's not. that gangster. Wow. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we got a lot of show to get to, so let's jump into the feed. Man, so internet, motherfucker. <laughs> Show me your genitals. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of genitals, actually, uh, uh, yes, uh, ex porn star Jenna Jameson. Are you familiar with Jenna Jameson? Luckily, I have not. I don't look up Jenna Jameson. She's just one of those ones that's too popular. Yes, I already know what she looks she like. Looks naked, too. Two porn, porn star plastic. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I think that's the right word. Yeah, uh, most most of her parts are less than eighteen years old, so I'm not allowed. To okay, watch okay. It. But the ex porn star Jenna Jameson was actually arrested last week for battery uh, last Saturday night. This is her second arrest in less than a year. Oh wow! Uh, according to this article from USA Today, police said that Jameson, 38 years young, uh, attacked mm. someone at an Orange County home in upscale Balboa Peninsula. Jameson's victim made a citizen's arrest, Newport Beach police officer Evan Saylor said. Uh, Jameson was given a court date and finally released. TMC reported that Jameson was supposed to attend an early birthday party, probably with a bouncy house and (laughs) and everything. Very classy, I guess. One with the dildos coming out the side, probably. (laughs) Inflatable dildos. (laughs) Yeah, you know, a perfect party for an eight-year-old. I know. Uh, She was supposed to attend an early birthday party at the Heat Ultra Lounge in Anaheim at later Saturday night. There's no word on whether or not she made it to her bash. But in May, Jameson was also arrested for drunken driving after crashing mm. her car into a light pole at Westminster, California. In August, she was sentenced to three years of informal probation in order to pay $340 in fines and participate in a Mothers Against Drunk Driving Victims impact panel. Jameson, whose real name is Jenna Marie Masole. Uh, was one of the biggest par- stars in porn when she left in 2008. So not too many details wow. on why she was arrested. We just know that she was, she attacked somebody at a, on her way to a birthday party. Uh, oh. So sad. Well, when sex addicts stop having sex, they got to choose a different drug of choice. Mm-hmm. You got to so let out that aggression. It was somehow. alcohol. Now it's beating people up. Which is much safer than alcohol, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> now what's the difference between formal and informal probation? 
Uh, a suit and tie? I guess. Like she has to dress has up to in something <laughs> not slutty gown? or more slutty. <laughs> uh, it's like an evening gown, I guess. Okay. While she okay. does her, like, while she picks up trash on the side of the I road. I like where this is going. I think I've seen a video like this. So, yeah, so how she the mighty in. have fallen, I guess. Uh, <laughs> seems like she's not doing so well. Uh, yeah, so second arrest in less than a year, so. I blame the haircut. Get <laughs> <laughs> she's got like a double Skrillex going on. I, guess. I know. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> so get Any your girl, act together. I man. don't know what girls are doing with this kind of look. Women, I guess the Miley Cyrus thing. Yeah. Pink has this haircut. Well, Miley Rihanna. Cyrus has like a weird pixie cut, spiky thing. Michelle Williams. Oh yeah, yeah. Michelle. Why Justin is Michelle Bieber. Williams do that? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Well, with Justin hair. Bieber is already a douchebag, so he well, can yeah. look however he wants. We all, we all have Skrillex <laughs> to blame. and Is it a Skrillex thing? Maybe she was listening to Skrillex while she was beating somebody up, which It just makes you want to grab a razor and shave the side of your head to listen to dubstep. That, you know, reminds me. I should probably shave the sides of my head again because I have a mohawk now. And <laughs> Why not? No, so, moving on. Get your, act, get your act together, Jenna Jameson. We don't, I, I don't want to masturbate to your porn thinking of your arrest record. just need to go into granny porn now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help. Yeah, the next step, I think, is she's going to go. She's going to make her second comeback. And now she's going to get her life together because she can have all the sex she wants. By getting cum in her back? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's been covered in so much. It's we so all sad. know what Adam's into. Back cum in. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole category. <laughs> he has a whole bookmarked folder on back cum in. Uh, <laughs> so many binders. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. So more female news, actually. We love the ladies we here love on the, ladies. the Skinny with Mike and Adam. But the Showtime has announced that Yvonne Sravaski, who plays Hannah McKay on Showtime's Dexter, will actually be returning to season eight of Dexter so coming of, June 30th of this year. Those of you who don't know who she is, she's the hot blonde chick that's been on Dexter this entire season. For season seven, yeah. She is also a mass murderer. Not That's a not mass, a spoiler alert. Not a mass. Well, it's She's been a year. A so. She's okay. just a murderer. She kills people that get in her way. Yes. Poisoning them. The coward's way. She yeah. Kind of, she poisoned them like a fucking coward. And then Dexter turned her in at the end of the season. Yeah. I hope Ooh. I'm not spoiler alerting anybody. Spoilers. Else. Jesus. And then she took her plant back after she <laughs> somehow got out of that jail. I forgot what happened. No, remember her roommate helped her. No, she she got out because she faked the she she uh, she took a drug. Oh, that's right. And, and, heart the seizure, attack, and then yeah, and then she, she escaped from the hospital, yeah, which exactly. happens all the time. That happens all the time. <laughs> what a fucking what kind of security deal at that hospital. Miami Dade homicide. They're all fucked up. So Adam, I mean, you weren't uh, too thrilled on season seven. Well, I liked her boobs. She didn't show a lot of boobs. She showed a lot of side boob. No there nipple. was enough boob. No for nips me. though. There Her. was, but when they did it on his table. There was no nips, There was man. plenty of boob in there. There was plenty of boob, but no nips. Because he ripped off all of the, the saran wrap, and there was her boobs. But there was no nips. What good is boobs without the nips? I could have swore there was nips. There was no nips. Wow. I gave you guys the... I mean, I mean, I bought you guys an early <laughs> copy of that DVD legitimately. You edited out the nips, didn't you? <laughs> I probably did. Because I'm a jerk like that. Or maybe you put nips in, and that's what I'm thinking. Maybe. I, I, okay. I post nips. All right. Post-production so, nips. I don't know how the last season of Dexter will transpire with this, her. Uh, this has been confirmed to be the final season of Dexter. They'll kill each other, I guess. Nice. She'll poison him. Why not? No, she she's in love with him. poison Deb. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm back and forth. I really loved season seven. I really loved her character. I loved what she brought. I brought how I, I loved how her relationship with Dexter was much different. It's kind of like a culmination of all of his past relationships. Keep in mind, he really loves blonde girls. So. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> Except for Lila. <laughs> yeah, but she was pretty hot. She was still hot, <laughs> hot in my tits. <laughs> Moving on to this next topic, like, like I said, we are big fans of the female form here at the Skinny with Mike and Adam. But the, mm-hmm. according to this French study, according to a 15-year French study led by Professor Jean de Rélion, it appears that if that women may be better off without bras. Now, this is an interesting concept. This is what modern science has brought us. This is the, the bra important. was invented somewhere around 1998. Yes. Um, out of seaweed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> woven together in an effort By to... tribes. Yes. yes. <laughs> in an effort to um, hold back from all the, the, the magnetization. Hold, hold back <laughs> women's progress in equality in yes. society. That's why we have to pay them 30 cents less. Yeah, because of the bra. Make. Right. Okay. <laughs> Got it. 
<laughs> so if they make 30 cents less than what I make, then they'll be making negative 30 cents. <laughs> Mike is very poor. I'm very poor. <laughs> Maybe if you wore a bra? Oh, oh, I get paid to... Oh, that makes a lot I like sense. where this is going. Yeah, then, so, you, uh, then you'd have something to show your boss. You're like, <laughs> I'm worth my raise. <laughs> so according to the local.fr, the results of this mammoth 15-year study led by Professor jean Rillon of uh, the University of Bascaron in eastern France. He's French. Have you noticed that by now? <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> are, finally, uh, are finally in, and it looks like the conventional w- wisdom about bras and back pain has been way off the mark. According to Rillion, uh, the sports science expert, the lesson can be learned from the preliminary results of this marathon experience is that bras are a false necessity. Medically, physiologically, anatomically, breasts gain no benefit from, the, from being denied gravity. On the contrary, they tend to get saggier with the bra. Ooh. Interesting. So he, uh, so he, he had uh, various, various women studies at, 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 at the university of ages... 18 to 35, so not a broad range of ages there. Uh, women from 18 to 35 tend to look uh, around the same age. Those are usually the boobs that you want to see. Yes, exactly. After 35, it's all downhill. <laughs> but uh, the professor also wants to stress that the, the group that he used to conduct the studies are not representative of the global population of women. Well, fucking duh. Mm. But, uh, it, it, but it, it, it's, it's, it goes on to say that you know the, av- the women in the study who didn't wear bras throughout that time uh they tend to have their nipples actually perkier and you know uh raised up in you know in comparison to the length of their shoulders as compared to women with bras tend you know have the lower by about six millimeters difference oh it's very noticeable very noticeable so (laughs) now as for the under the boob wire thing well you know the boob hangs and there's like that skin underneath the boob that doesn't see the light of day the under boob if you don't wear a bra sure yeah yeah <laughs> that that's going to get pretty nasty under well there. you know the boobs come in all shapes and sizes there are rounder boobs there are saggier boobs there are For larger droopier boobs, boobs there are yeah. large boobs and small boobs and there there are green boobs and blue boobs <laughs> and <laughs> for larger boobs it seems like it would make a it, it would be good you, to, to, be to not to wear keep, bra? It would be good to keep the bra. And that's what I was thinking, too. I really <laughs> wanted to... And, and I don't want to be like... I don't want to sound like a perv. I, I already sound like a perv, but... Uh, I, I don't want to sound like a perv, but I really want to get, you know, get down and dirty with this uh, with this uh, study, and I want to, you know, go more in-depth with it, because I, I don't think this is necessarily all-inclusive to all women. All, I think True. older women probably need Appreciate. bras. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I don't think... I think women who are of, you know, larger mammaries than others. There's a few of them out there. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them that I know personally. I, th- I think yes. they would benefit a lot more than from bras. So, you know, read the study for yourself and judge for yourself. And we've all seen some of those women at the mall. Who should probably wear bras. Rest, resting their boob on their knee. <laughs> and they just start like, somebody needs a bra. <laughs> there are women out there who use their bras as scarves in the colder seasons. There you go. Yeah. So wear a bra. So, so read the study for yourself. I'm not noticing six millimeters difference of nipple. Yeah, but you know, I mean, uh, granted, I've never had breasts. Have you ever had breasts? I did have breasts. You did have breasts. So d- when you wore bras, was that very <laughs> uncomfortable for you? I never wore bras. <laughs> oh. But my nipples might be lower now. Feminist I, I, didn't, I didn't measure them. Yeah. Or measure their height <laughs> yeah so uh, i think the lesson in this i mean they don't have they don't give much details of the studies on this article but i think the lesson to learn here is like get to know your body a little bit more and see what works for you because i i know there's some women out there who are very uncomfortable with with bras and feel like they just have to wear it just because that's what you do some do some do so you the know ones get that to know don't your bodies a little bit the ones that don't are usually the ones you can tell from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> so get, get to know your bodies a little bit and uh, find out for yourself because apparently there are some health benefits from not wearing a bra, ladies. If you're in France. If you're in France. So moving on, speaking of health benefits, uh, something that would benefit your health is not listening to this next song. Uh, it's been making the rounds and causing some a bit of controversy. Uh, country singer Brad Paisley. I've never heard of him until now. I've heard of him. Yeah, do you have? Do you know any other songs? That no, because they all sound the same. Of course, country music. <laughs> country oh, I'm sorry. Sing- was that accidentally racist of me? Yes. To oh, say that all country songs sound the same. I'm I'm, I'm receiving all this punishment from Adam know. over here. So, I don't know. country singer Brad Paisley. <laughs> 
collaborated with hip hop artist LL Cool J, and uh, they were collabor- him and MC Hammer, same person. Same person. Yes. Or am I accidentally all racist? black people are the same. <laughs> <laughs> that is not accidentally racist. I'm just all the way racist. <laughs> <laughs> they, they recently collaborated on a song that's been raising some eyebrows and it's been titled Accidental Racist. Adam, what's going on with this? It song? is it is the slogan of the week. And this was everywhere on the news. It was as popular as the James Dean speaking at Pasadena City College story. That's offensive. It really was because his penis was being accidentally his racist. Penis, his penis is being filmed. Come on. I know. I know. So this one, yeah, I, I heard a clip on the news and it was not, it didn't sound like very good harmonizing between the two of them. No. <laughs> Somewhere the, towards the end. he. Yeah, the end is, I think the last verse is when LL Cool's J comes in. I, I thought that he he sang the second verse, something like that. And they kind of do the bridge mismatch, okay, yeah, mixed match together, <laughs> something like that. These these verses are so long; it's really hard for me to tell. So all I heard was, "If you can forgive my gold chains, I can forgive the iron chains." Yeah. So the just, <laughs> so, the, and just because my pants are sagging, don't mean I'm up to no good. Ooh, yeah. So the gist of the song is basically Brad Paisley's part talking about how he's from the South. And yes, the South have done some bad things to the black people throughout history. And usually a Confederate flag symbolizes a lot of the bad things done to black people. But no, Brad Paisley just says that he's a fan of Leonard Skinner. And lay off him, Starbucks guy. That doesn't make it better. (laughs) No, it doesn't. (laughs) Maybe it's just you and me because we're not from the South. True. I guess. (laughs) And I I don't view collectivism in a very, you know positive light anyway and this is just another form of collectivism i think it's just uh, even both the ll cool j and brad paisley parts is like oh it's still us and them but don't right. judge us by its cover and i don't want to buy you a beer one day and this is something that our that generations ago fought about and we're still like it wasn't anything we were part of no so why do we have these thoughts well according to brad paisley it's part of history it's part of his it's it's part of his you know nation's history. It's part of his area's history. But it, he's proud of where he came from, but not proud of what he's done. So, like with you, yes, being half Filipino, yeah, Americans were not very good to the Filipinos. No, nobody is. <laughs> what I remember from reading my history books was they would take them out of the Philippines and put them in cages. And like they were wild animals and white people would walk by and, you know, shudder in horror like, oh, my God, it's a Filipino. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, the the picture that I saw in my history book, I mean, it was like bone in the nose kind of thing. Very indigenous. Yes. So can you forgive me? No, for this, it is your fault. <laughs> you had everything to do with this it. This was generations ago. No, I saw you do that last week. Just because I said Teddy Roosevelt was an okay president <laughs> doesn't mean that I'm not a fan of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the song itself is making uh, the gist of the song is don't judge a book by its cover, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, I, I think they've. Would you say the song kind of does quote unquote more harm than good? Yes, I. Well, it's because I don't. I think see... they're. I think they're trying to get to a good point, but because they're not very good songwriters or collaborating <laughs> yes. very well together, yes, it comes across as kind of country rap is not gonna. Yeah, what and what do you yeah. get when you cross country with rap? Crap. Exactly. <laughs> That's the old joke. Crap. Crap. <laughs> a crap tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said. So I mean, they they since because they're not good songwriters, I don't think I don't think the message got across to what, which is why they have to go on mm-hmm. various outlets like Jay Leno and having to and explain themselves. Exactly. And I'll, any white person who views the Confederate flag as not being a sign of racism, I just can't comprehend that. I guess so. Yeah. And it's not like it's history. But I mean, if I grew up in Mississippi, I maybe would have a different view of it. But I just I, I don't know. I'm like, no, I'm going to take down anything related to Confederate flags. That's just yeah, that's just my thing whatever. because they enslaved people for a long time. But then again, so did America. So I yeah, don't know. But, and also <laughs> and also, you know, it, it goes past the Confederate flag part. I mean, you also got the LL Cool J part is like, yeah, I dress like a gangster. What of it? It's not like I'm going to rob you. Right. Because gangsters don't rob people gangsters don't rob people and well one people gangster might confederate flags never lynched black people no so you know 
and people in the south <laughs> nowadays still don't they're pretending hate. like it never happened yeah that's I the problem okay like it never happened it was just like oh that was that was generations ago back when back when there was racism <laughs> to be fair i mean to to be fair that is a valid point i mean it was generations ago but like i said that like they just, they but, just but, don't but like have... one generation it's not like it was that long yeah ago. it wasn't that long ago and there's still rampant racism in yes. the part where in in the parts where brad paisley is talking about is there any lines that jump out to you on there no just the south basically okay being a Leonard Skinner fan, I I have to associate that with being <laughs> racist as well. I just I can't look at is that is that racist against white people? It's accidental racist, like racist <laughs> against southern white people. Yeah, uh, so uh, we're gonna post the lyrics uh, down below. Uh, the song seems to be taken down a lot on YouTube, so I don't know if I'll be able to post it. But check out the show notes, read the lyrics itself, and and judge for yourself what what you think the song is about. Uh, like I said, I think it's trying to send a good message. But because they're just not good songwriters, it just comes across as and ignorant, I think. And this is the first time that a black person has been on country radio since <laughs> Darius Rucker. There you go. Ah, history's <laughs> been made. <laughs> At least that Brad Paisley didn't say, I'm a Hootie and the Blowfish fan. No, <laughs> no, you like not that. say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So that was our feed for really this has week. some good rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Millie never has good rhymes. Uh, but you know who does have good rhymes? Our special guest. Our special guest. He's he's on his way in. Is Actually, he here? I hear um, a car sputtering. Up. I don't know okay. what car that is. But uh, that might be him. We have a special guest this week. Uh, rap star Makilla. You guys actually might be, uh, be familiar with him, but we're, he's actually he's nice enough to join us in the studio this week. Now is he is he super worldwide sensation? He's superstar? getting there, or is he just internet sensation? At this point? <laughs> well, we'll let we'll let him uh, we'll we'll let him. Uh, talk about it with you but okay, i'm actually okay. going to be stepping out for the on the plate section adam is going to interview this yes. young gentleman i'm gonna go look for him he i'm might, gonna go help i'm gonna go help him out he of might get car. stuck talking to the entourage because there's a lot of of black smoke coming out of that car <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's a drug i think that's just the car i think it's the radiator is gone <laughs> yeah but we actually got a special treat for you guys because mckilla was nice enough to let to let us world premiere his first single uh entitled uh Nut that pussy up! Wow, wow, that's that's gangster. So, that is gangster <laughs> to the max. Okay. So uh, enjoy the song, guys. And uh, Adam is going to be interviewing him. I'm going to be stand, I'm going to sit back and uh, work the sound in the studio while Makilla gets interviewed. So okay, enjoy, okay. guys. All right, Makilla, welcome. No, yeah. no, don't sit there. No, don't. Not there. Not Fuck there. Fuck you. Okay. Okay. Just, okay. There's, there's a chair Makilla. right Makilla. there. It's a stool. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're okay. Aye. Aye. Okay. Aye. Cool. Feel cool. You. Feel you. Feel you. Now, Makilla, yeah. you are, you are blowing up the yeah. charts from yeah. what I have heard. Aye. Aye. Yeah. My, yeah. my friend Mike, he's a big fan. I. I know you met him earlier. Where that motherfucker? You met him earlier. I don't know where he is now, but I think he's just doing the sound. That motherfucker. And he knows whatever. Fuck. 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 He knows a lot about cars, so he's going to go fix your car a little bit. Come on, car don't need fucking fixing. Okay, okay. I just, I'm just shit. saying. There was smoke coming out of it. It's a, it's a tight ride, <laughs> Makila. It's a tight ride. I just want to say. Uh, you, you like 98 Corollas in there. <laughs> 98 was a good year. What can I say? <laughs> All right, so so would you, you, you listen to that fucking song? I, I, I listened to this song, and I thought yeah. that this was one of the most brilliant I, pieces of work ever, and it needed to reach at least... 48 people on the internet oh shit 48 48 million son Four, 48 48, 48 million. <laughs> maybe by the end of the day we'll 49 48 million 49 i'm quoting you on that okay okay i'm gonna well, count those motherfuckers if it's, myself. If it's less than that i, I apologize <laughs> but we want to get your song international we I, want I, it to go china japan well, the song, the song is universal son okay the song is something that we could all fucker relate to so do we want to play the song first, and then we'll question later? Fuck yeah, let's do that okay, shit. Okay. Fuck yeah. So we'll go ahead and cue that up, and we'll just see how it goes. Listen to this shit. This is Nut That Pussy Up by me, McKilla, motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck your parents, son.
Yeah, it's murder, motherfuckers. McKilla's gonna tear this motherfucking shit up. Y'all motherfuckers ready for this shit? Let's fucking do this. Tonight is the night, bitch. Let's get fucked up. Down on these drinks like who gives a fuck. You eyeing my dick like you want that shit. Blast through the doors, bitch. I'll show you some more. Walking past some sluts like they think they hide. Motherfucking skanks, all don't know that they not. Come on, me, shorty, and I show you some love. Take it to the room and she grabs the nuts. Nut that pussy up, mama, nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up, baby, nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up, mama, nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up, baby, nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up, mama, nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up, baby, nut that pussy up. Nut my pussy up, come on, nut my pussy up. Nut my pussy up, baby, nut my pussy up. Bitch, you know that I'm gangster ass shit. Fucking up that ass and I'm nutting all these tits. What you think that I'ma give you my love? Fuck that shit, bitch, that ain't for thugs. Best I could do is I smack you with my dick. Fuck you like a hoe and I give it to you thick. Tomorrow night and then it's back at the club. Flash on my cash and it's on the next slut. Nut that pussy up, I'ma nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up, baby, nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up, I'ma nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up, baby, nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up, I'ma nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up, baby, nut that pussy up. Nut my pussy up, come on, nut my pussy up. Nut my pussy up, baby, nut my pussy up. Bitch, I'm only capable of casual, non-committed sexual encounters. I ain't gonna be your motherfucking boyfriend. That shit ain't gangster to me. Yeah, murder. I have commitment issues. So fucking sue me. Nut that pussy up, mama. Nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up, baby. Nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up, mama. Nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up, baby. Nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up, mama. Nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy up. Nut my pussy up, come on, nut my pussy up. Nut my pussy up, baby, nut my pussy up. Yeah, yo, motherfuckers didn't know that my killer had these fucking rhymes. Welcome to the club, motherfucker. I don't treat women with respect because I'm fucking a gangster like that. Thug life! Wow. All I can say. You like that shit, huh? You like that shit. Shit. Fuck yeah. That was probably one of the greatest songs I've ever heard. Now I I review albums on this podcast yeah, yeah. all the time. This this is this is going worldwide. Okay, so Makilla, I have nine questions for you. Oh, we fuck go in yeah. nines on here? Fuck yeah. And do you know why nine? Because the white man wouldn't give me ten. <laughs> fuck white people. I, fuck Brad Paisley. I know, I know. <laughs> I feel the same way. And fuck LL Cool J. <laughs> that, that, fuck that motherfucker up. Okay. Have, do, have you met him? Are you touring with him? I don't know. I need money. Okay. <laughs> so on this podcast, I, I, I ask questions. You're the first celebrity right. to enter our studio, right. so we're right. very excited right. about this. All right. So um, I feel you. as truthfully as you can. Cool, cool. For cool. our 48, maybe... 48 million, million. Million listeners. I overheard that motherfucker <laughs> doing the sound telling me that we had 48 fucking million listeners. All right. All right. So number one. The gist of your new single tells the story of a man searching for something all men desire. Mm. Mm. To put a man's longing into such poetry was a pure, majestic, and well-timed comment ah, on yeah. our social culture. Feel you, feel you. Tell us a little bit about what inspired you to create such a masterpiece. Well, let's see here. Uh, uh, you want me to answer honestly, right? As honestly as you can. I was nutting on a pussy, and I wanted to write a motherfucking rhyme about it. That's all there is to it, bitch. I like it. Now that's that's something every guy can relate with. That's real talk. Every guy wants to nut a pussy. Every guy wants to write a rap about it. For real, son. They just never sit down for to actually reals, do it. For real. Okay. Number two. Now that I see you in person, I learned that your ethnicity is not only Irish. Ah, fuck yeah. You know, with the Mick in there, we knew it was going to be something Irish. Ah, for real, for real. But Guatemalan, Thai, Peruvian, Scottish, Bangladeshian, and of course. Ukrainian. My mom's likes to sleep around a lot. Okay. Does your multiple <laughs> ethnic? That shit ain't funny. You respect my moms. 
Mom, moms are tight. Moms are tight. I like moms. Not as tight as your mom. Oh, she's a little, a little tight. Okay. Don't talk about um, my moms like that. <laughs> does she ain't gangster. Does your multiple ethnic background influence your fat rhymes? Ah, man. Well, you know. That's fat with a PH, not with an F. Yeah, I'll just I, I feel you, son. Okay. I feel you. Well, my many cultures, you know, most deaf influence my arts and crafts, yo. In the song, Nut My Pussy Up, you know, you can hear my Irish influence. Because, you know, when I rhyme about how I'm on down these drinks, like, who gives a fuck? That's, you know, life's a journey, very, my man. That's very Irish. Life's a journey, my man. That's very Irish, Guatemalan, and Scottish. <laughs> you know, you know. Sometimes you just got down them drinks. You know, you know. You know when I fi- when my record finally drops, you know, you'll hear other tracks that call out my mo- my other motherfucking cultures. Like for example, because I'm half Guatemalan, I'll sing a song about how I fucking slaughtered an entire you know Mayan village with oh. my fucking dick. Oh wow! And also because I'm also half Thai. You know, I have a song about how I like to fuck transsexuals. Okay. Because, you know, I, yes. don't, I don't discriminate. I Underage transsexual boys? I don't boys? discriminate. I, okay. okay. You know, motherfucker. You know, you, know, <laughs> you know, we's all beautiful in the eyes of, you know, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So, you know, we, okay. I, don't, I don't discriminate. So, you know, there's other songs on the record about my Peruvian half, my Scottish half, my Bangladeshian half, and, of course, my Ukrainian half. But, you know, you get the gist of it. I, I like that as a person... I'm like three halves. You're like seven halves of a person. Fuck so yeah, that shit's I gangster. Like that is gangster. Also, okay. my mom likes to sleep around a lot. I think my mom might have a problem. Okay, okay. Um, number shit ain't th- funny. <laughs> I see you laughing over there. Number three. When did you realize your dick was so pronounced that not only did women long for it, but you knew you had to talk about it in rhyme? Ah, uh, you know, you know what? You know, this is actually a funny story, eh, dog? Can I call you a dog? I think so. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, this one time. I am a dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you know, this one time I was getting jerked off by our priest in the church confessional booth, mm. and you know, for the fifth times, like actually, it happened like five times in a fucking row. Mm. You know, and I was thinking to myself, man, my dick must be so motherfucking hot that this motherfucker who vowed a motherfucking life of celibacy to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ can't help himself. That wow. shit's fucking funny as shit, right, Adolf? That's fu- that that means you've transferred not only from women. But to men. I fucking told you. I don't discriminate. The fucking clergy. We are that's, all beautiful in the eyes of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Gotcha. That's, that's impressive. To, to make a I, clergyman reach that level of... It's just of that dick is so inc- fucking hot, son. Uncontrollable sexual I see urges. You look, I see you why in my dick like you I know. want that shit. I, see what I, I did there? I did. I did. And I do want that dick. I'm going to try to hold myself back. I, I. Greater men have fallen. Um, so this next question is about uh, the sluts and the skanks. Ah, my favorite subject. So your lyric, walking is what past... I mastered in college. Gotcha. <laughs> PhD. Yeah. On D's nuts. Your lyric, walking past them sluts like they think they hot. Motherfucking skanks all don't know they not. Yeah, yeah. Appears to imply that these young ladies are not, quote, worth your dick. Nah, nah. Shall we say. Yet your next line... Come with me, Shorty, and I'll show you some love. Take her to the room, and she grabbed these nuts. Yeah, yeah. Shows you are respectful of all women, regardless of their size, looks, gap teeth, or overall sweatiness. That line took me like two weeks to write. Wow. That inspirational. So my question is, how many times did your mother strip you naked, tie you down, and beat you into submission as a child? Mm, that's, a, that's a tough question, man. Hey, we're, we're hitting in the feels. You hit me right where it hurts, man. Well, you know, I gotta t- I gotta tell you the story, son. Uh, I I grew up on the mean streets of like Greenwich, Connecticut, motherfucker. Greenwich. Greenwich, Connecticut. That's, you know, that's that's the ghetto. Life is fucking rough. That's over the there, ghetto son. of Connecticut. I had never heard anything more ghetto. You know, life is fucking rough growing up, man. And you know, Paula I, Dean right next door. Yeah, Paula Dean. Okay. You know, also Bob Kennedy's. The Kennedys also, son. But, you know, I also remember growing up after having breakfast of like quail eggs and caviar, son. Whoa. That my moms would always say to me. Makila, you know that's my that's my first name right, by the way. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> you knows that I you know that I want you to grow up gangster shit, right, motherfucker? You know, and I would say, you know, yes, mama. And you know, so you know, get your faggot ass over here. Let me toughen that pussy ass up for more, you little bitch. You know, so I, I, I don't disrespect my moms, yo. You know, so I, I would always you know answer her, you know, yes, mama. And you know, so her motherfucking tough love is most definitely what made me the thug that I am today. Wow. You know. 
But I also killed that bitch when I was like nine. So, you know, I, okay. I, I also keep her rotten corpse in my fucking cellar. I ain't no faggot ass pussy anymore, huh, moms? Yeah, that's right, bitch. Keep your fucking mouth shut. And how were you acquitted of this murder? By the way, when are we going to start this recording, by the way? Oh, it's been going this whole time. Oh, shit. It's okay. Where's that sound? Where's that well, fucking sound guy? We're going to edit that shit out. He'll, he'll edit it out. To want, keep, to, I've to got keep seven the, warrants out from my arrest, by the way. Lucky seven. You, <laughs> I was going to say, how did you... How did you get away? How did you? How were you acquitted? Nine years old. I mean, there's been kids about that age put away. Don't ask for, those hills. Okay, this is for our I've, next. I've interview. killed many cops. Whoa. Yeah. All right. I've I've destroyed many families. McCullough Dorner over here. I've I've destroyed many families. Is that your last name, Dorner? Don't ask. Don't tell, son. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So moms, moms, gotta love your moms. Number five. Only a true gangsta would quote the definition of being a gangsta in his rhymes. That's how it's done, son. Your lyric quote... Every rap song ever. Exactly. Your lyric, bitch, I'm only capable of casual, non-committed sexual encounters. Tell it like it is, player. Says it fully. Tell it like it is. So how does Makilla turn down a hoe when she calls the next day and wants to know what you thinking? Fucking bitches, man. Do you have this fucking problem, too? Every fucking Bitch. Fucking bitches, man. So it's, it's it's very simple, a dog. Can I call you a dog? You may. All right. So I'm sure you're familiar with this method too, you know, because you being a man, this is something that we all needs to know. So you grab that bitch by the titties, you throw that bitch on the motherfucking ground, and you shove that meat stick in her mouth. Oh, bitches can't be nagging when they be gagging. Am I right? I, that is that needs to be a bumper sticker. <laughs> Or is, I, is this the name of your of your upcoming album? I haven't decided. I'm still putting okay. the finishing touches on my on my record. Got it. It's gonna okay. it's gonna be released on motherfucking gangster rap album records. <laughs> records. <laughs> got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get <laughs> motherfucking gangster styling records. Yeah, okay. yeah. You got it. They're they're a new independent label. Yeah, we're still okay. we're still we're still hashing out the name. Well, that's just copyrighted. That that is how she will know what you're thinking again. Bitches can't be nagging yeah, there you go. when they be uh -huh. gagging. <laughs> Number six. Now that your single has gone point zero 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 one times platinum. That already? Shit. And since you are so you guys really do have 48 million listeners. <laughs> it's getting there. It's getting there. And since you are so exclusionary of any and all people, how do you fill the loneliness void? Oh, no, another question. You just hit me deep, man. I'm trying, I'm trying to Lipton, go deep. James Lipton up in here, motherfucker. I didn't ask you what your favorite curse word was. And don't you ever fucking say James Lipton in this I'm sorry. pod studio again. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh fuck you. Thank James you. Lipton is a fucking master. Wordsmith. He is a liar and a cunt. Which is why he rolls with me, son. <laughs> and he stole my, my, my question style. Of course he did. Because okay. he's a fucking genius. Well, first of all, you know, I just want to say that I'm really honored to all the people's who brought my single, you know, who bought my single, and you know, all the peoples who continue to support me after my many convictions and arrests. You know, since my fame continues to rise on a motherfucking daily basis, I can't be seen with motherfucking regular ass bitches and, oh. and regular ass douchebags, you know? Right. You right. know, no, I, I, you know, that, that shit ain't gangster for sure. So, you know, I, but you're right, man. You know, it gets fucking lonely sometimes. But, you know, I, I usually remember that, remedy that by making new rhymes, Praying to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That motherfucker is always with you, by not, the way. Not Allah? Motherfucking Jesus Christ. You don't okay, fucking I'm sorry. talk about Allah in this motherfucker. Okay. Shit. Just making sure. I also like to commit random felonies. And I also like to play with my, you know, my, my, my pet hamster fluffer nutter. <laughs> Excellent. I like that. That's how you, that's how you ease I, the loneliness, I, I, bitch. I have a guinea pig. They're oodles of social good times. Yeah, but I'm, I'm fucking gangster shit. So gangsters get... You know, hamsters, faggot asses get guinea pigs. Okay. As gotcha. yourself. And Richard Gere. Yes. <laughs> I understand. Okay. So hopefully we can Richard get you Gere's up to point zero 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 two times platinum yeah, yeah. by listening to this. Okay. Number seven. Um, the hip-hop genre of disrespecting women seems to be a booming genre it's at hot. this time. It's hot, son. And at the same time, the debate of gay marriage and gun control is also booming. 
Coincidence? No, yo, first of all, no, 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 Ada. We ain't gonna talk about no gay shit up in this bitch. Okay. All right, all right, you know, I don't know what the fuck shit. I don't know what the fuck you heard on that TMZs and shits, but I ain't motherfucking gay. I'm fucking thug, you heard? Okay. Okay, okay, well. Now you're the only hold, one hold, of the hold, two hold, of well, us that has been jerked off by a man. Well, you know, hold, well, Just you know, saying. there was that, you know, those few times I had with my ex-boyfriend, Jordan. Uh, oh, okay. We was together for like, you know, a few years and shit, and, you know, we shared a home together. And, uh, you know, we even started the process of adopting a child together. But, you know, one day I met a man by the name of Pastor Jacob at the Chick-fil-A, you know, because I wanted I was motherfucking hungry, you know, for a motherfucking chicken sandwich, you know, you know, Pastor Jacob, you know, he showed me the way, eh, dog. He showed me that by the way of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And he showed me that, you know, how evil I was. I was an evil motherfucker living the life of fucking sin. Yes. Thanks to my new pastor. Pastor Jacob. So that night, you know, I, I made sweet love to my lover and partner for the very last time. And while my beautiful Jordan was sleeping soundly in my arms in the middle of the night, I fucking stabbed that evil motherfucker in the eye with a sharpie and I sent his ass straight to hell when he belongs. You because, murder! Because he was gay. Because he was gay, son. And in, in, in terms of disrespecting women hip hop, he would be considered a queer. Or the dreaded F word that we call gay people. Yeah, son. A, a fairy. And you know, but as for your question, you know, also, also for gun control, I don't, I don't, I don't, I ain't full of that shit either. Because you know, the founding fathers, they they gave us the right to bear arms so that we can look like thugs when rolling up to our nearest food for less. You heard? I got it. All, All right. right, but I ain't cool. fucking gay. And I like that you. I ain't you, fucking gay, but you only stabbed him. You didn't shoot him. I send that motherfucker to hell where okay. he belongs. But I ain't gay. Okay. All right. We clear? Clear. All right. For I, sure. I, I, I For sure. checked that by your lyrics. For sure. All right. Nut that pussy up. Nut that pussy yeah. up. It's not nut that asshole or that hot nut guy's that mouth, pussy right? Up. It's not nut that hot guy's mouth. I was going to write a song about that. But no, no, we don't talk about that shit, all right? I ain't gay. All right, all right. We're going to edit out that part, right? All right, all right. Mike, take care of that. All right. Okay, number eight. For all the ladies out there who are still wanting to be disrespected slash dick slapped by you. Of course. Can, can you tell us the results of your latest STD test? No, y'all bitches don't need to worry about this shit. My, you know, the judge has me doing, like, mandatory STD, text, STD tests. Every oh, okay. fucking week, yeah. So mandatory. I just got my latest uh, results, and uh, looks like I'm um, fucking clean. No chlamydia? Actually, oh hold on. Uh, except for chlamydia, oh gonorrhea, herpes, HIV one and two, hepatitis B, C, and uh, a, a new a new strain that's only contagious in sharks. Uh, got a little bit of syphilis, uh, but you know, don't don't quote me on this shit. I think. I probably got all that from nothing on pussies. Mang. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. That shit ain't funny. It, it's all it's Serious all curable. Business, son. You have Magic Johnson money. You can cure HIV. Well, I'm like point zero 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 four platinum right now. Awesome. And at least you didn't have the dreaded hepatitis D. I got Which something that's only contagious in sharks. I I don't know. I don't I know think if that's hepatitis bad or D what. was the one where your dick falls off. Oh and then right, yeah. Your career is over. No, I got my dick right here, son. All right. USC well done. it. Well done. All right. <laughs> Last but not least, number nine. What can we expect next from Makila? You know what? That's a actually thanks for asking that, man. You know, uh, you know, I don't want to thank you for this interview too. It's such an honor to share my track with your with your millions and millions of listeners millions. out there. And so right now I'm gonna head back to the studio. I'm gonna put the finishing touches on my hour. Uh, I'm also a youth minister, also for the Escondido Baptist Church. So please come down on the, you know, the sixth Sunday of every month to hear me spill out the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And uh, so please, you know, and uh, you know, with all things are possible with Jesus, by the way, dog. So you know, you should come down and bring your knocked up hoe and let let me save your motherfucking soul. Or souls. Or souls. All three of us. Yeah, exactly. Do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna see you there, right? I will be there. Awesome. I will be there next weekend. Y'all motherfucking listeners, too. I want to see you. I'm going to see you there, or else I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to fucking stab you in the eye with a Sharpie. But can you at least nut their pussy first? Of course. Okay. I nut everyone's pussy up. That's, I mean, this is the next Gangnam style. This is going global. I'm saying Super Bowl. What's the next one? 49 or 48? I forget. You're going to be Maybe doing an Emerald Nut commercial. There you go, son. Okay. Emerald Nuts. 
rolling up in your Corolla. Macula does it, nothing style. Nothing style. But you know, other than Perfect. that, you know, I want all. I want to invite all your listeners come over to visit my web zone at the. I think you guys need to write this down. It's a www.netzero.org backslash j h capital y k ampersand underscore o p capital k forward slash Makilla backslash zero 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 eight dot pdf come over there check out you know our tour dates our music our our record our record date you know all all the updates that you want from Makilla. Whatever the name of your album or your your label still is, still pending, man. We still we, we got copyright issues. Okay, okay. Well, Makilla, I really want to thank you for stopping by. You heard being on the podcast. You heard. And um, I hope your car starts as you get out there. It looked I, like it I, was on fire. I don't know, son. I, I smoke a lot of black tar heroin. I don't think that car could take cash. Oh, okay, okay. Well, good luck with the STDs. I'll, I'll be like fine. I said, they are treatable. I'll be you don't fine. Have, I'll be it's fine. not AIDS. I got HIV Hepatitis. one and two. Yeah, but it's not AIDS. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe if I nut on enough pussies, it'll offset itself. Or maybe just reversing the shark nut. True. Shark nuts on you. I don't know how I got the shark shit. I did wake up in an aquarium once. I was very <laughs> drunk. That's gangster, right? I think so. Right. It must have been a small shark. All right, son. Well, you know, I, I, I heard, like like I said, thanks for the interview. Uh, listen to the track, too. Uh, and yeah. It's the track of the year. This is this is this is the year of the Makula. All right, we'll be right back with our sound offs. All right, man. Hey, thank you so much for the interview, Adam. Look at him drive away. I'm really concerned about that. That <laughs> well, he everything it, about that guy. <laughs> he made it down the street, so I think we'll be fine. I mean, there is an elementary school in your neighborhood. That's true. Um, I don't know if I'm he's allowed to drive. <laughs> when he was talking about the uh, underage type transvestites, I was confused. He doesn't I was discriminate. He's he's a he's a hero, actually, <laughs> a hero amongst men. We should be, and we are very lucky to have him. But uh, so let's go ahead and end this episode with going into our sound off. I'm gonna go ahead and start more video game news this time. No reviews from this week. Uh, if rumors are about about the next Xbox, Adam, will you be picking that up? Of course you will. No, I won't. To, don't even have to answer that question. But <laughs> <laughs> the rumored Xbox 720 is set to be revealed on May 21st, uh, and you'll probably have a November release or so, just to con- con- just coincide. Just Christmas. Yeah, just time for Christmas, and also to coincide with the uh, PlayStation 4 release, which was announced earlier in this year. Um, but so what is this one called? I'm sorry. Well, there's no confirmed uh, name yet. Oh. But the, the rumors I wanted to address in this article, actually, is that the next Xbox is actually going to have an o- is going to have to have an always-on internet connection in order to do anything. Oh, wow. In order to play <laughs> games, in order to access the apps, help to even log into your account, you're going to need an always-on internet connection. And that Whoa. is a fucking bad idea. All those people over 60 won't want to get one now. <laughs> yeah, because they were lining up right away at their nearest Best Weren't Buy. They? <laughs> um, so interesting. Yeah, this is not good, Microsoft. I mean, the, there's been a couple games recently, Diablo 3 and the, the new Sims, that require you to have an always-on ac- internet access in order to play the games, and that is a fucking disaster. I mean, you don't... You, you might hear that and initially be like, "Oh, that's not so bad. I have internet access." But the thing about that is that you 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 can't always rely on that because also you have to think about the other end of the servers too. What if the servers at Microsoft go down? Then you you're out oh your games. God. You can't do anything. Your Xbox is fucking useless. You might have to like pick up a book. I know, or go or, outside, or buy a PS4. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> Again, this thing hasn't been confirmed yet, but there are rumors about in a very trusted source. And uh, if these rumors turn out to be true, I, I think I'm going to stay far away from this console as possible. This is just bad business. It's very disrespectful to the customers as well. And it's it's we, we don't live in a world where the infrastructure is strong enough to support a claim like that, that you have mm. to have that kind of reliability in order to just play even offline single player games hopefully this is mike's first step into a life without video games you really which can be a beautiful life it can be just letting you know 
you want to go to that Blackhawks game that you keep telling me you want to go to? <laughs> I do. All right. <laughs> like I said, I'll, I'll... Next season, though. Next season. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> well, that was my sound off this week. Check out the article below. It's a really short read. And if you guys are video gamers out there, I mean, let me know. Does that does that appeal to you at all? I, I, I can't imagine it does because it's very, very shoddy business practices. And I don't support mm. any console or any any sort of... Uh, entertainment system at all was there even if it's like a dvd player that requires an always on even if it's like a laptop that requires always on internet access that's not something that could benefit the customer in any way it's just kind of probably not you're just kind of in a way you're kind of renting the device and that's again disrespectful to the customer and i don't appreciate that at all okay so we'll see what happens come may 21st and i will probably sound off on that whether i'm gonna confirm or I'm going to confirm whether or not I'm going to continue to be interested in the next Xbox or not. It will be an interesting day. And, of course, maybe Adam is gonna, of course Adam's going to buy one for sure because he tells me I'm, all the time, Mike, I love video games. I and do. you should tell me everything But this is why me. you don't have DVR because <laughs> right. you're busy playing video games. Yeah. See, the time that I spend watching my DVR is the time I would spend playing video games. There's not enough time in my day. I would, I would get a DVR except there's nothing good on TV anymore. There's a few things. No, I'm sorry. There's not everything that uh, everything that's <laughs> good enough. I can get online for free okay. on Hulu, on like Hulu. The Office, which actually the last two episodes have not not been that bad. I haven't watched the most recent one, still. The one on Thursday. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Did the I one see before it? that. That was pretty good when they were when they started looking at the documentary for the first time. Oh yeah, that was weird because you're like, oh yeah, they f- oh, are yeah, all realizing <laughs> that they've been filming <laughs> for eight years. Cool. I was trying to figure out like, should I think this is good or stupid? I thought <laughs> it was pretty clever myself. So, yeah. Adam, you've got three records you're gonna get to. Well, if we if we count the band Secret Plot to destroy the entire universe. Which is their name, yes. Which is their name. <laughs> which I tried to research this band, and there's very little Yeah, they're not about a very them. popular band. They're still in the indie yeah, scene. Yeah, there's not even a Wikipedia page. They're not even signed. There's a little um, timeline of them on their Facebook. It's like, we joined on this day. We recorded our EP on this day. We recorded our full length on this day, and we went on tour. So I think they just tour a lot. I ate pizza on this day. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, really, it's only 12 songs between the ep yeah so basically a record yeah yeah so i i very much enjoyed it for a band that i had never heard of yeah it's good it's it's good to go outside your comfort zone a little bit and just kind of just absorb a new band that you've never heard of before it's it's, it's, that you can always you often surprise yourself sometimes exactly i don't know how you found out about them i saw them on some on a music page that i frequent i guess they were doing some self-promotion i think i saw a little ad that they posted and i was like oh i'll check it out and i i i loved it it was great the, stuff. Was it when the EP had first come out? or Their, when their full, full length, because their ah. full length came out recently, like the end of 2012. Yes, yeah. I read that. And the f- the EP was like the end of 2011. Yeah. Because they got together, and then two months later, they released an EP. Of course, that's like what you do. every <laughs> band does, and suddenly... You're, you're fucking famous. Mike's radar. <laughs> then you're not... Then, then, then you know, except, except if your name is the first one to fall, and then it just doesn't work. I don't know what the deal is with that. But anyway, it was out of the 12 songs, it's it's interesting. It's poor recording quality, but if you yeah. get past that, the it's it's good for cool. what they could afford to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, they seem like a normal band. They're from Philadelphia. I gathered yeah. that. And I gave it about an 8 out of 12. Good. Very respectable. Um, yeah, pretty short songs yeah. all together. Kind of like the EP is only about 10 minutes long. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of going out more like the the old school punk formula, just with the little short, sweet yeah. songs like that, just kind of get to the point. And the full length album, or the EP, is called Montauk. Yes, like and the, the city. Full length is called I Only Miss You When I Want To. Yes, something like that. Yeah, you have a good memory, my friend, because <laughs> that's the name of the track on the album. Yeah, and it's it's a very hooky song, and everything. So I'm moving on from them into the album of the fucking year. This is Sympaternal! <laughs> yeah! So, over and over again and again! So I finally finished Bring Me the Horizons discography. Masterpiece? I, I, okay. okay I'm I have a lot interested. of thoughts about this album. I'm very interested in your thoughts about this. <laughs> I saved them all, even in the two hours before we started recording. Yeah. Okay, so... There was too much hype. 
I got to put that out there. Okay. Was that, was that I, my I, fault? I came, I came into the hype too much. And also the fact that a lot of these fringe people around me started talking about this band in the past few weeks. Okay. People that I've come in contact with. So I'm just like, okay, there's something special about this band. Okay. And then, you know, the, it went to number three in the UK when it came out. Number it went to one number 11. on the indie charts. Yes. And yeah. number 11 overall for yeah. the US and... It's like a freaking huge album. So, of course, there was a lot of hype going okay. into it. It, I, I still think it is a great album. Yay! It is great. Yay! It's not life-changing. Was it Was it worth it? it going was, through all... It, going, trudging I think through so, yes. First couple records. <laughs> it doesn't sound... I mean, in my opinion, they sound like a completely different yeah, band. exactly. Complete reinvention. Yeah, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because... Well, they're... they're I feel like they're moving into mainstream how so like there's they're too hooky they're 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 just starting to get that crossover into hey everybody's gonna like us now rather than like you mean like bullet from my valentine popular yeah Ooh, that's not good so that's what i'm sensing okay unfortunately and um and you know me with bands i have a very strict rule so that is, I, I say, never sound like Linkin Park. Uh oh, and you you don't like that tracks uh, in there that I that, that grew scream, on me that scream singing kind three, of three four and five. Okay, I love those tracks. Actually, those are I my like them a lot. Okay, they just sound like Linkin Park <laughs> in my opinion. So it's it, it took me a while a to get <laughs> over that. Then. Shadow Moses, which I made sure not to listen to at all until I heard it on the yes, album. The, the sing, their first single off yes. of that that they released early. I mean, track one and two, great. I love them. Yeah. Three, four, five, a little too Linkin Parky, but still I like them. <laughs> Shadow Moses is a great song. What's the one about the snake singing? Uh, the, the snake starts to sing. The snake starts to sing is probably like the greatest song I've heard. That's an amazing song. In a it? long fucking yeah. time. And that is incredible. And then it starts losing me okay. at track eight, nine, and ten. Okay. And then Hospital for Souls is a good That's song. That's a great song, yeah. Um, what do you think of Antivist? Antivist, I enjoy the verse. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it keeps on sounding like he's saying little fingers up. <laughs> little. If you don't give a fuck. Pinky fingers like, up. I know he's not saying fuck. that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's is it supposed to be like a... I'm not an activist. I'm an antivist. It, from the lyrics, I read the lyrics because I was yes. very confused by the song too. The lyrics seem to suggest that he's uh, that he's upset with how quote unquote like you know I guess Facebook activists like press like if you don't yes. like government overreach or something right. like that. So it's just kind of like pass. He hates pacifist activists kind of people. And if you don't agree with me, I'll call you a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's talking. He's saying the uh, the cunts are the are the ones who are. Like the oh, asshole, the assholes gotcha. of society. Okay, so he's you. Oh, you he flipped it around. Yeah, so he's like, you, you, you want me to? You think you believe in the lies that you preach? Well, to that I think you're a cunt. Okay, gotcha. Poetic, just so. <laughs> I like the verse more than the middle fingers up. If you don't give a fuck, I that, mean, that's going to be great live. Yeah, I was thinking I mean, that he too. Just like, he wrote that specifically to play yeah, that live. Yeah, totally. And and I like the bass on the verse a lot. Yeah. Um, Crooked Young. I really don't like that song. Okay, that's like that's, the second to last song. Ten, yeah. I forget what number eight is, but I think it sounds too much like the snake starts to sing. Yeah, the and it's like six, okay. seven, and eight are very mellow. Uh, that's kind of where the Shadow Moses is mellow. Six, seven, eight. No, Shadow Moses is like track five, isn't it? Six. Oh, sorry, seven, eight, nine. There you go, seven, eight, nine. And then those songs are yeah the mellowest of the album. That's where the album kind of takes a dip in. In aggressiveness, yes, I guess, and it kind of goes back right up. back up with Antivist. Yes, that's and then, pretty aggressive. And then the album kind of ends kind of softly a mm-hmm. little bit. It, it kind of dies down, actually. Hospital for Souls is the last track on the album, and yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So it's still... I, 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 Unfortunately, with everything being said about it and me like listening to the old albums leading mm-hmm. up to it, there was just a little bit too much pressure for me to think this album was... Can I apologize? Well, I it's knew, not your fault. I, I mean, knew <laughs> that I had... I, I, I know that I have something to do with overhyping it. Because I was just... You never like, overhype anything, though. Oh, That's I the don't, weird thing. really. <laughs> yeah. You really haven't, like, overhyped any of these this, bands. Uh, 
You've never Maybe even with Senses Fail. It's not like this is the greatest album that I've ever listened to in my life. And you did that with this one. <laughs> I did that with. No, I didn't say that was the greatest album in my life. It's okay. Uh, how can I, let me give a quick review of Sep Internal. Ever since I listened to it, I've been listening. This past week and a half, I really tried to not listen to it because I don't want to oversaturate my brain with it. But uh, this album is. I write up there with my favorite hardcore album of our of all time. This is really cream of the crop, and that's what I'm going to. You're hitting your head. Because I could, you told me last week what it was, and now I. It's uh, define the great line yeah. by Under Oath. Yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is uh, this is probably what I'm going to be going forward. This and define the great line is what I'm going to be uh, holding other uh, hardcore albums up to. I'm going to hold them up to that. Uh, that 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 uh, that level. That level, yeah. Okay. It's a it's a masterpiece in my mind. I I think I I give it like a a, a twelve out of eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a you know a relatively solid eight out of eleven. That's a very respectable I score, know, though. Yeah. I know. Um, Do you want the EP? What's the EP? Three song, three B sides from this. Oh, sure. Why not? Okay, there you that'd go. be fun. I'll buy them for you. Thank I have, you. <laughs> I have extra money from my rent. <laughs> so I mean, the 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 good thing about them through Suicide Season and There Is a Hell is that. I know that I had never heard another band that sounded like them. Yeah. Out of all the bands, and unfortunately, with this one, I'm hearing a lot of other. Okay. Like I'm hearing them, but I'm just I'm, hearing... I'm hearing the crossover that most bands take. Okay. Where they just like they get into that popular realm. Okay, so where do you so, see them going from here on out? Well, of course, album keep five is going to suck. <laughs> keep in mind that uh, they're still on an indie label right, as of right now. Well, and it also depends on. If they're still drinking as much as they were back in the suicide season <laughs> days, <laughs> I think that's why they've aged so much in yeah, just yeah. <laughs> a couple albums. Um, but I, th- I think they'll they'll make good albums still. Yeah. But I've kind of seen the arc like with Bullet for My Valentine. Okay. Where it's starting to come back down again. They they appeal to everybody and they got super famous and the music and is not getting any music better has to anymore because of it. Yeah. So I hope that that doesn't happen to this band. But now that they're on my radar forever. Now we have now, <laughs> now the next, next record is gonna be cautiously Yeah. Cautiously optimistic. This is probably the highest they're gonna get. I don't think they're ever gonna be like a number one album. We saved that for the Justin Timberlakes of yeah. the world. And you know and the Nickelbacks. And Nickelback and Rihanna and because people and Kanye. people buy Nickelback albums. I don't, I don't know, know why. why. But hey, number eleven is pretty damn That's good. Very respectable from a band from overseas that were not signed to a major label. I mean define the great line. Enter the charts at number two. Very true. That was pretty impressive for yeah. them. But this one, we'll see. It depends kind of how the, all the singles do for them. Do you, do you see yourself uh, listening to this album throughout the rest of the year? Yes. Okay. And it will probably be in my end of the year discussion. Hooray! <laughs> in we'll, one we'll way talk, or another. We'll, yes. talk about, we'll, 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 we'll talk about it again in December then. Yes, <laughs> we will. And I'll listen to it quite a bit. And if I ever start overhyping another record for you, please... Slap me in the face or something because I don't want to ruin your experience. I really feel like if well, you got to remember I you. Your, I hurt you. You've been listening to it for how long now? Over like a, a month? month before you, yeah. Yes, and I mean it just came out two weeks ago, and you were listening to it for because some I of that am time. a respected journalist and exactly. I get early copies of yes. music to review. So you've had yeah. a month. I've had a week. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't judge my opinion yet but, but if you lo- stayed quiet and didn't say a single word about it but i loved it from the beginning though and i was gushing about it ever since I heard yes about it. and that's what made me want to start listening to them exactly and that's why you started this whole exactly beat. if you didn't like it if you said that album sucks i would have been like yeah that band whatever can go to hell but no mike <laughs> likes a likes an album so we have we have <laughs> to go through the entire discography yes yes <laughs> well thanks so much man i'm so glad that you enjoyed it and they're going to be awesome did, but, uh, they're going to be awesome live i have no gonna, doubt yeah, about that, that. That, sh- that i'm really looking forward to the only problem is the size sense. of the crowd oh yeah that's with all the tough. middle fingers up because they don't give a fuck something like you that. hear the devil swallowing every single word i say and with that that was episode zero three nine of the skinny podcast with mike and adam thank you guys so much again for listening to our show this week Please check out our show next week. Also, check out Nut That Pussy Up by up-and-coming rap star Makilla. Are you going to put Makilla's track on the podcast? Do you think I should? It depends. I mean, your name is first on the podcast, so I think (laughs) you get final say. I think it's fine. I wanted to to name the show The Skinny with Adam and Mike because of my self-diagnosed OCD. Your name is alphabetically before mine. 
but <laughs> for some reason I wanted to go second because you said it, it sounded it better rolled with, better I yeah think. Mike and Adam but whatever but please check out our episode next week where we will once again be cutting through the fat of the news stories of the week for my friend Adam I am your co-host Mike and uh, treat women with respect please because <laughs> they are equals we are all part of the same human race and don't believe in collectivism like Makilla does I don't like that Makilla guy He's kind of a douchey guy. He is very douchey. I don't like I'm him. I'm glad he didn't try to kill me or nut on my pussy. You said you wanted his dick. Were you just trying to protect yourself or something? Or? I, I, w- I was caught up in the moment. Okay. He has a charisma. You got lost in his eyes? Yes. He has a charisma that just draws you to his junk. He has a, he has a weird musk. He kind of smells like ball sweat. I think, yeah. That, yeah. That's about sums it up. And engine and, and, and engine fumes. <laughs> a little bit of... Did I, did I smell a little... Uh, Sorry, the cable guy, <laughs> dill pickle chips. Probably. Is that what it was? <laughs> I think that's what it like. Larry, the cable guy's <laughs> dill pickle chips. That was an interesting mixture of snacks. No, that was me. See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>